there are seven club officer roles in every club. Let's take a look at each officer role, the responsibilities, and the reasons why you might want to consider this for your future. Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast that focuses on pathways, the education program of Toastmasters International. I'm your host, Kim Kragy. There are lots of ways to learn leadership skills, and one of the best ways in Toastmasters is to take on the role of a club officer. This introduces you to basic leadership skills, taking on the responsibilities that have such an impact on other people. The success or failure of a club does depend a lot on how much the officers do to make the club succeed. With that thought in mind, let's start with the sergeant-at-arms. Technically, this is an old term for a member of an organization who is responsible to keep order and to see that the decisions that a body makes, uh, an organization makes, are carried out. In a Toastmasters club, the sergeant-at-arms is essentially a logistics manager. The meeting room management, like reserving the room, setting it up beforehand, and cleaning it up afterwards are the major components of this role. That makes this person highly important at every meeting. You can have a meeting without a club president, but if you try to do without a sergeant-at-arms, it gets complicated fast if the materials that are needed aren't in hand. How much the sergeant-at-arms has to manage varies. With the rise of smartphone applications that function as timers or the increased use of PDFs for evaluations, maybe the sergeant-at-arms has less to haul around, but there will always be physical parts that need to be set up for a meeting, and that sergeant-at-arms is the usual keeper of the keys. On top of getting a meeting room set up, Toastmasters International says the sergeant-at-arms should be available to greet new guests, ask them to sign a guest book, and to make them feel comfortable by introducing a member to explain what's going on. When I was sergeant-at-arms, it took me about one week to figure out that I was not able to do everything. I started calling on the vice president of membership to come in and handle the guests. I had too much to do. Don't get me wrong, I loved being sergeant-at-arms. I had the freedom in that meeting room to rearrange the tables and the chairs as much as I wanted, and I wanted a lot. I changed the room configuration multiple times. The president never knew what to expect. I thought this helped us stay flexible. He may have thought that I did it to harass him. We were both right. I have never served as a club president. From the outside, it sure doesn't look like they do much. Seriously, what do they do? Apparently, they do a lot. My friend Todd is now our club president, and he's got a goal for our club. This goal is big and crazy that a club our size could achieve it, but I think it's possible because he's got a plan on how to do it. He reminds us of our club goals and what we need to do. He takes the long view. On top of giving us our marching orders, he's also our chief encouragement officer. He mentors many of our members and handles a lot of our club contacts because his phone number is listed as our club contact number. 
however much I tend to tease. Okay, openly mock him. Some of my club presidents, I do see that they offer significant value to the club when they have a vision of what a club can do for the members and how to achieve it. It's keeping that balance in mind that makes a good president. When I was sergeant at arms, I found that the relationship with my club president kept me motivated to show up and do the work to keep the club going. Why take on either of these roles? I think these roles mirror each other. One is high level and the other is boots on the ground, but both depend extensively on others to make the club work. A club cannot function without both of these roles being filled by committed, competent members. If you want to understand the workings of a Toastmasters club and the executive committee, the Sergeant at Arms is a good place to start. It's a window into the management of the club. It's an introduction to leadership. President, on the other hand, lives that management, lives that leadership. All officers have to support the club. The president directs those roles. Even that one club role that most people think has the least to do, like the club treasurer. I have never been a club treasurer for one very important reason. I'm really bad at managing money. I forget to deposit checks. I don't complete paperwork. And please don't ask me to balance the checkbook because it ain't happening. I know my limits and treasurer isn't it. The first club that I was a member of had one man as the club treasurer, and he'd been a treasurer for a very long time. He was always on hand at the end of the meeting to greet a guest and to give them a membership application and explain how much it cost to join the club. He was so good at it that I never learned how to do it until I became a vice president of membership and I had to start explaining it. Keeping track of the club's funds and spending them as necessary, of course, that's part of the job. Collecting dues and paying them to Toastmasters International takes most of the treasurer's attention every March and September. Right now, as we face a younger membership that wants to use credit cards or online payment plans, club treasurers need to take a look at some newer payment options. These options are not free and will require changes to the club's dues, which the treasurer will need to make clear to the club members. While I was never a treasurer, if you have the organizational skills and are interested in a leadership role to help move your club forward into this new future, this is a great fit for you. I once was talking to a friend of mine who was in a club which had just missed being a president's distinguished club that's the highest distinction for a Toastmasters club, and it indicates that it is serving its members well. That club needed only one more member to qualify. My friend was the vice president of membership, and he held himself responsible that he couldn't find one more member that year. I think that might be going a little too far in my mind, but I take his point. It's the job of the vice president of membership to convert guests to members. Is this a hard job? Toastmasters International has a number of flyers and handouts to help the vice president of management do the job. Some you can download and print. Some are, will be free for shipping. Okay, that shipping charge is a bit high. I agree. And you can develop your own materials that feature your club. 
put them together in a kit with a membership application, and you have a guest kit to hand visitors. I have served in this club officer role a couple of times and created some of these folders. They're pricey unless you have some members who will agree to order the free flyers when they place orders at Toastmasters International Store. But they don't take the place of a conversation with a guest to understand what they want and why they came to Toastmasters meeting in the first place. A club that gets the word out will get visitors. There are always people who want to learn about public speaking and leadership. It's just helping them find us that's important. Some clubs rely on word of mouth or on Toastmasters International to do the heavy lifting in advertising. Okay, to some extent, word of mouth is the most effective way to spread the word. It is always the most effective way to convince somebody to try something. Or, you know, you call somebody and ask for a referral. That works far better than the ad that they see 20 times on Facebook. But if you're thinking that Toastmasters International is advertising us, you'd be wrong. They don't. The word is that they're trying an ad campaign but in a small market and as a test. It's up to the clubs to do their own marketing. Which leads us to the Vice President of Public Relations, VPPR. This job has changed significantly over the years. What used to be put up announcements on the grocery and library public announcements bulletin boards and send PR announcements to the local newspaper, this job has changed to manage social media posts, and create events on the internet. Big differences. Getting a member who is savvy with social media might be thought of as getting the youngest person in the room to get us on Twitter and Instagram, but that may not be ideal. Look, in real life, I do social media marketing. This is a field that changes so quickly that what I learned four weeks ago at a conference may already be out of date. It's complicated, and it needs more than someone who's going to take a couple of pictures and post them erratically on Facebook. It needs someone who's willing to work the system, to plan ahead, and to track the results. So why take on one of these vice president roles? If you want your club to continue to provide top value to yourself and others, you have to bring in new members to replace those who are leaving. Even Toastmasters International says the average club turnover in one year is 40%. My experience says that's right. So you need to be constantly bringing in guests and converting them to members. If you want to be found in the U.S. now, you have to be in social media. So why take on the role? If you want to go into salesmanship or you want to work in marketing, these roles are for you. If you're the VPPR let me suggest that you check with your district and see how you can tap into what they're doing. I see clubs in my district who are very active in social media who post videos regularly. I can take those same posts from that other club and put them on my club's Facebook page. That's really easy content. If you're the vice president of membership, talk with the club growth director of your district if your membership is below 13. That member of the trio has resources that are especially available to you to help build up your club. Because these are wider range roles, 
VP membership and VPPR can open some doors to district officer roles. If you want to go further, this is the place that you can go. I confess, I am the world's worst secretary. I forget to keep minutes. I don't know where the membership applications are filed. But I've been club secretary because I was a pathways guide and the club needed someone to serve as a base camp manager. Every club has three base camp managers, president, secretary, and vice president of education. When pathways rolled out in district 10, I took on the role of secretary so that I'd have access to base camp to train other people. Now that we have some history in Pathways and people know what to do who are in the clubs, I don't do much training on it anymore. It was a relief to me and to my club to let this role go to somebody else because it's an important one. Tracking all those details is important. Making sure that the reports of new officers is completed on time is in the Distinguished Club Program metric. The secretary is the keeper of the club history. After I learned what I was supposed to do, I knew this was not the job for me. At the same time, I learned to respect those who do it even more. The other base camp manager is the vice president of education, commonly thought of as the workhorse of the club officer roles. With the classic program wrapping up this year and pathways taking over, this role is challenging. Vice President of Education has to track what has been done by each Toastmaster. At the same time, the Vice President of Education has to track what needs to be done. I picture this person standing on a tight wire and it would be very easy to fall either way. The best metric to see that a club is serving its members effectively is to look at how many education awards have been earned over the course of a year. Those awards show that the members are making progress through the material and learning the skills that Toastmasters teaches. It's the Vice President of Education's role to track what has been completed and to encourage those who need to do the next project. It'll be a lot easier when the classic program is closed this year, but right now, that Vice President of Education could use your help. So why take on one of these roles? As a base camp manager, you do have your finger on the pulse of what's happening in your club. But either secretary or vice president of education, you have the chance to develop your listening and organizational skills. Both of these roles are vital to the success of the club. Ideally, a different person will fill each of the seven club officer roles. In some clubs, when there aren't enough members, People may double up, but that's far from best. I've seen secretary and treasurer doubled up. VPPR and vice president of membership together, that's pretty common too. So those are the roles in a Toastmasters club. Are you interested? In case you're thinking that you would like to know more, I have an option for you. In case you're thinking you may be interested in taking on a club officer role, but you don't know enough to do the job? Fear not. We will train you. Every district provides two training sessions for all the club officer rules per year. In addition, every division in every district also provides training. 
These officer training sessions are frequently called the Toastmasters Leadership Institutes, or TLI. Sometimes we call them the Club Officer Training, or COT. Whatever they're called, you can attend one even if you're not a club officer at the time. You will learn about an officer role that you're interested in and can run for that position in May or in June. Or if your club has another election in December, January, run then. You will learn a lot from these training sessions. At least four of your club officers should attend one of these sessions. District 10 is running two contests this year to encourage clubs to get all seven of their club officers trained. It's that important to the club that the officers understand their leadership roles and how to handle these responsibilities. Thanks for joining us today on Toastmasters 101. This is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10, and our music today is from Incompetech.com.